Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. Hi Mel, that's JK and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we have another confession about outdoor learning going a little bit too far. We're talking about floor droves and our partners in fatherhood therapy. Plus, fatherhood can be lonely at times, so we have a checklist to try and combat this. And of course, JK's got new tech. No, I haven't. Al's got new tech. Hey, shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Whoa, roll reversal. I mean, well, I, I don't, I'm not quite sure I like this. You know me, I like to be in control. I, I'm, I am a control freak, self-proclaimed. And I'm like, what? You've got new tech? I've got new tech waiting. It's going to have to wait till next week now. Sorry, mate, I'm bumping you a week later. Actually, I do know what this is and we'll, we'll explain later. Um, and I'm quite excited about it because... The the actual thing that we're talking about, I've only found a couple of get a couple of. Oh, do I want to give it to? Do I want to give it away? I've only found a couple that I really enjoy, so I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. It's really good, um, but that's that's coming a little bit later on. But first of all, let me tell you about this new show, right, on Netflix. Okay. It, now it's called, it's called, Oh Yuck. Oh Yuck. Yeah. And like we all, we probably most parents listening, particularly in the UK, will know, will have heard of Operation Ouch, okay. which is the twin doctors kind of talking about the body, but they kind of bring it to life and they don't shy away from like they have gross alerts and things like this. Anyway, Oh Yuck is an American version, but it's not medical; it's just disgusting. <laughs> okay, it's this, it's and it, but it's really good. Like Ted is completely captivated. Let me tell you some facts that I learned on Old Yuck. Wait there, so it's a fast-paced, fact-laden exploration of the science behind weird and gross subjects. Do- yes. Dr. Septico Yuck will be the guide as he investigates all things gross, such as pimples, fungus, stinky animals, and more. Yeah, but it goes really gross. So this is this is something I learned, right? And it, it is fact. So Ted's learning a lot from watching this. It's one of those disclaimer, Jen, if you're really listening. Good. Disclaimer. <laughs> it is good. It is good. I promise. Right. This is one of the facts. There is a gas in farts, right? That has been proven to have benefits to protecting ourselves against certain diseases like lung disease and liver disease. No. So smelling farts is good for you. But is it just your own <laughs> farts that's good for you? No, no, not, no. Everyone's got this gas. But everyone has their own brand. I know that. Oh, well, you smell slightly different. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, more, um, uh, I'm more Tom Ford. Uh, you're more <laughs> denim for men. Um <laughs> 
I'd like to think of more David Beckham. Okay, you can have Beckham if you want. That's cheap in Sports Direct. I agree. Yeah, exactly. It's very, very you. <laughs> but, but this is the thing. So it covers these kinds of facts. And then the other day it was talking about something called Toe Jam. What is Toe? Oh, I think I get Toe Jam. Well, that's revolting if you do. Wait there, before you get Toe Jam, is that, is that the stuff in between your toes, like which smells a bit yeah. cheesy? Yeah, and, ba- and it's like dark and it's all jammy-like, apparently. Yeah, I get Toe Jam. It's really bad. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. Apparently it's a thing. Apparently it reeks. Thing. Toe jam stinks. Yeah. Imagine um, uh, a packet of Watsits that best before date was 1981. That's, <laughs> that's what toe yeah. jam smells like. With, with sort of liquid on it as well. Oh, and there's a bit of dead skin in there as well. You mix it all. T- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. But anyway, this program it is definitely worth a watch. Like, I wouldn't watch it if you're squeamish. Like, Jen can't watch it. She's, right. she's just like, no, not doing it. Can I say one more thing, right? Have you, uh, you, you've had toe jam, haven't you? Come on. No, I haven't. Okay, you've, but you've put your fingers between your toes and they stank, haven't they? Yeah, yeah but not, yeah. it's not like with a, a sticky material. <laughs> but the problem I've got is I usually do this. The only time that I have, you know, um, time to actually explore my body and to see what's growing, what's what's <laughs> smelly, what's hanging off, whatever it is, is when I go to bed, when I sit on the side of the bed and I, let, I take my clothes off to get into my pyjamas. That's the only time I've got time to do stuff like this. Mate. So usually if uh, the toe jam, I try and clear the toe jam around about that time. But if... Before Charlie, because usually Charlie comes to bed after me, but then I've got that smell on my fingers and I think, well, what? I can't, I can't go to bed with this because it's happened before. She's gone, what's that smell? I'm like, oh no, that's my, that's my finger, which smells a toe jam. Oh no. <laughs> so what, what, I've, what I have to do in the past is you have to, I have to go to Charlie's like, um, uh, dresser and I have to go and find her, what is it? Champney's, uh, hand lotion. <laughs> An anti toe jam. <laughs> so you just have to quickly rub yourself in there, but it needs a couple of goes because toe jam is, it's a tough, stinky stain. It really is. So I've got to quickly rub myself in that and then get into bed. And then of course Good she goes, <laughs> she goes, have you, have you been using my champ, my Champney's, um, moisturizer? I'm like, um, yes, dear. Yes. <laughs> don't know what, <laughs> don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, well, there you go. So, I, think, I, I mean, I'm learning it, uh, stuff as well about you, Jay. Like, I thought I knew you quite well. I did not know you had a toe jam. I know about toe um, jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there you go. So it is really worth watching. Um, but yeah, not if you're squeamish. And also, probably, I wouldn't recommend it for under fives. Um, but it is it is a really good watch, really engaging. It's on Netflix. Um, and just quickly, before we move on, what's your what's your what's your parenting position on the use of the word fart? Yeah, I don't mind fart. Yeah, we, mind we, we use the word Trump more. We try and use yeah. the word Trump, but fart. Yeah, but that's more political, isn't it? Fart's fine. <laughs> you know, I kind of always say what I would say on my radio show is what I would say in front of my kids. You know what I mean? That's that's the kind of way that I work mm. it. So would I say fart on the radio? I would. I'd get told off. My boss wouldn't like it, but I would use it. I don't think it's that offensive. In my, no. my personal opinion. Because Jen's like, no, you can't use the word fart. And I'm yeah. like, of course you can use the word fart. But it is a bit of a blokey thing. Blokes like yeah. to use the word fart, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to go and sniff some farts in there. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Wouldn't it be funny if they found like a COVID-19 like link to smelling farts? Like it also also protects you against COVID-19. <laughs> Wait till we can finally see each other. I'll let you smell my toe jam finger. <laughs> With a hint of champneys in it. <laughs> right, let's move on to the confession. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, before we do that, though, uh, make sure you check out dadsnet.com uh, or follow us on social media at the dadsnet or at JK Jason King. You can get in touch, send us your confession, send us uh, your pictures of your toe jam if you really want to. No, nah, we don't need that. Thanks. It's all right. <laughs> um, but you can do that. Uh, coming up next, we've got the confession. 
So this is Don't Tell Your Mum with me, JK, and Al. Your confessions, we love them. So make sure you keep them coming in via the website, dadsnet.com. And uh, tell us, you know, tell us what you've been up to. Something maybe you're not too proud of. You're a bit ashamed and you want a bit of forgiveness. We may forgive you. We may not. Today's confession, please, Al. This is a good one. Okay. It's very relatable. Okay. Um, Toe jam? To me, at least. <laughs> it's not about toe jam. Okay. <laughs> Although we, I'd, I'd love a confession. Maybe you could write a confession about toe jam. Toe jam. Stealing your, your wife's Champney's moisturiser to de-smell it. Toe jam on toast. <laughs> oh, God. Right, let's move on. Dear Al and JK, I wanted to start by saying how much I enjoy listening each week. I'm a long-time subscriber. Long may it continue. Well, thank you very much. This is anonymous, by the way, so I've got no idea who you are, but thank you. Thank you. I'm an outdoorsy type of dad. I love Bear grills and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, getting out in the garden or the woods, especially with my six-year-old son. From the get-go, I've tried to teach him some bushcraft skills. He knows how to hold a knife correctly, whittle a stick, safe fire lighting, shelter building, etc., etc. The one element, though, that he has really taken to is the fire lighting. He loves nothing more than, a bonf- than building a bonfire in the garden on a weekend. But despite my training, it went wrong last week. I came in from work to find him standing over the fireplace with a fire going. Nothing unusual there. His mum often lights a fire during the evening. He then proceeded to say, Daddy, watch this. I saw him throw what looked like a simple piece of paper into the fire. Again, nothing too unusual. After three or four seconds of the paper burning, it fizzed and then a small explosion blew a load of ash out of the fire. We have a fire guard, but it jumped over the fire guard. Uh, and made a fairly loud bang, which made me spring into action, grabbing my boy and pulling him away. I asked him what on earth he'd done. He said that he spent the afternoon scratching off the striking tip of matches that he'd collected, piled them up into a little pocket of paper, and then threw them into the fire. He'd made a small bomb. (laughs) In reality, it wasn't too bad. It has made me check myself a little. Have I been too cavalier and lapsed with the bushcraft skills? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. So I'm, I'm big into bushcraft stuff. Like this is, yeah. Like I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm I, I'm a bit gun ho. Like this could be me. <laughs> Our grills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I feel like you know, me and Ted, we do build bonfires and we have built fires and used knives to whittle sticks and things. And so I'm all for this. Um, I guess, I guess, like I've also got a bit of kudos. Like I think the kid's ingenious. <laughs> like to sit there and think, I know there's some matches there. Let's what happens if I scrape the tip off? He's six years old. I think that's quite in, quite clever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, it's dangerous, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's where we that that's where we're going to end, end up, isn't it? That's it, it, yeah. <laughs> it frowned upon. Is that the expression? Maybe. Yeah, I think I think the problem here is not him doing it, but it's him doing it thinking he can do it unsupervised. I think if he'd said, oh, daddy, I've got a good idea. Can we scrape the ends of some matches off and put them in a little like pouch or a little box or something and throw it into the fire and see what happens? Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do a bit of an experiment and see what happens. We'll do it together. We'll make sure we're standing far enough back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think the problem is just the lack of supervision uh, that the little lad thought that he could just crack on on his own. So where where are you standing then? Are you forgiving or or unforgiven? 
Yeah, I think I'm going to forgive. No, I can't. <laughs> no, no, I can't forgive that. Well, you think that he hasn't been, he hasn't taught him properly enough. I mean, you've got to have some basic safety in place. And I, I just don't think that, that there was. And I know yeah, but that... But kids are kids. Yeah, I know. But that, you can... But maybe there is. You can still control certain things. Like, you know, your son making a makeshift bomb. I think you can actually <laughs> stop that. So I'm... No. Yeah, but what... what? Yeah, but like, let's suppose you're doing Arsenal Cross, right? And you're cutting some paper on the table, okay? And sticking and glue and glitter and all that, right? With a pair of scissors. Controlled environment. You're teaching him how to use some scissors. Two hours later, after arts and craft, he goes to the kitchen cupboard, gets some scissors, and cuts up a pillow. Your scissors right? shouldn't be in a, he... your scissors shouldn't be in a cupboard where he can access them. <laughs> JK. But my point is, is that the parents' fault or is that the child's yes, fault? It's the parents' for... fault because you haven't secured the scissors or put them in a place that your kids cannot get, cannot reach, cannot open. That's 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 exactly it. No, it's your that's the parents' fault. There are certain okay. things that you're not... Different example. Okay, here we go. Let's try this one. <laughs> right. What, what happens if you're in the garden and you are like uh, just sort of pushing logs over or sticks, snapping sticks and things like that. Then two hours later, your son comes into the house and pushes over a, a speaker, a Sonos speaker. My Sonos speakers are behind the sofa, which they can't get to. So <laughs> Okay, well, not the Sonos speaker, then. A vase or a pot or All vases anything. are up quite high, so they can't access them. <laughs> Jesus, your house must be fucking boring. <laughs> Mate, honestly, the worst the Mine's like a gauntlet. <laughs> Yours is like Indiana Jones. <laughs> exactly. You come in the front door, you've got to dodge the spinning knives, you've got to jump over the bow and arrow. Oh, shit, no, don't look behind you. There's a boulder coming at you. Yeah. You just, just, just wait until I tell you about our bed time routine hey don't go in that top drawer kids don't don't oh it's locked you're okay yeah he's there like with a bag of sand and the the pressure's jewel like trying to balance it so that the pressure pad doesn't activate what you've realized realized this if you come to my house you need to bring stepladders that's basically what you need to do all right yeah if you want anything you've got to get stepladders even me i'm kind of ironic can can you reach most of the stuff that you've put up (laughs) that's the issue it's very time consuming (laughs) <laughs> it's um <laughs> that's funny um it's and and just to clarify is this like mainly your like approach or are you made to uh like <laughs> you're basically saying am i forced to make sure no this is my approach however um you'll like this because this is something that we did screw up on uh i got uh, a message from charlie yesterday when i was doing the radio show and you know, you know. We obviously we do a lot of filming. You and I, we've you know we've done numerous bits and bobs. So I've got quite a lot of equipment when it comes to to filming, and it's stuff that gets used every now and again, and then won't get used for for ages. So, for instance, do you remember I bought that like four meter pop out green screen? It, yeah. It's a huge thing. I think we used it for a dad chat or something like that. Mm. And Charlie went into Luna's room. They, the kids were being rather quiet. So went into Luna's room. They've managed to unzip this pop-up green screen from out of its circular holder. So just like this case. And it's just flipped out. Oh, wow. That's massive. It's a four metre long and probably a two metre wide green screen in Luna's room, which is around about that size. (laughs) So you can't... And they're so hard to put down, aren't they? Oh, the figure of eight weeks. Oh, don't, don't. So, um... So yes, that that did happen, but I didn't think that a didn't have sharp edges though, did a it? Pop out green screen <laughs> would be that dangerous. However, apparently it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 
Okay, well, I'm unforgiving, you're forgiven, so work out that one, Miss, Mr. Anonymous. That's that's the way it is. Keep them coming yeah. in. Uh, Dadsnet.com, submit your confession and uh, see if we will forgive. Coming up next, um, we've got some very cheap fatherhood therapy and my goodness, have I got a beauty for you. Thought as much. Welcome to Fatherhood Therapy. Um, we, we need this. This is your weekly dose of free, that's free, you don't have to part with any money, uh, session, which is conducted by your non-professionals, me and Al. Yeah, caveat. Non-professional. Non-professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Let me, let me dive straight in here. Yeah. Okay, there's no, like, I think most men have a floor drobe. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah, and the floor drobe that uh, we were literally talking about our floor drobe at seven fifteen this morning. Within the floor drobe, you have some items of clothing that are in play, which means you've worn them, but they're not dirty enough to put in the wash. <laughs> in play, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> and and some items that are are dirty and should be in the wash. Yeah, 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 right? and probably some completely clean, unused. <laughs> but you, but because <laughs> most of, of a floor drobe. because most of our clothing, as we can tell today, is grey or black, we have no idea which is which. Exactly. And, yeah. in, and in the mornings, you just pull something out, shove it on. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, Jen has asked me consistently to not have a floor trope, okay? Which I think is wishful thinking. But I, I think there is... There, I could probably limit it has and she, keep on yeah, top she, of it. Has she got a floor trope? Because Charlie used to have a floor trope in the past, and, and she used to say she had a floor trope. She goes through spells of having a floor drobe. Okay, well, she can't yeah. judge that much. If you have a floor drobe, no. regardless how frequent it is, you still... Mine are quite big. <laughs> I, I understand that. You know, I, be, I, I love the fact that if you ever go to Al's and, and you see pictures on, on the Instagram, you know, you see Al's bedroom and it looks fantastic from one angle. If you look from the other... Well, the floor drobe got to a stage where I had... Like, when I went to when I got into bed at night and I went to put my phone on the bedside table, I'd end up kind of balancing my phone on a pile of clothes and crap, basically. What's so it, it got oh, that's, a, that's not a floor drobe, though. That's a cupboard drobe. No, no, no. It starts on the floor. It's just that high. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's oh, big. Oh, OK. So, so, what, what's then, so then what happens is, like, Jen will come down in the morning or you know she'll get dressed she'll come down she'll be wearing my jumper right which i think is really cute it's quite sexy when they wear your shirt or your clothes it is it's nice oh yeah yeah like an oversight it's nice i I like it can uh, can homeschooling wait um, babe can homeschooling wait yeah have we got time (laughs) (laughs) no chance but but i quite like it when she wears my jumpers or or my t-shirts or whatever i like it but then what she does when she takes it off, she throws it in my floor drobe. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's your which, property. <laughs> which is adding to it. But then I'm like, well, hang on a minute. You're the one that's pulled it out of the cupboard, worn it, and put it on my fucking floor drobe. <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. So then when you're on my case saying, you need to tidy your floor drobe, Al. Can you put this away, please? I'm basically putting your clothes away, which are my clothes, but you've worn. That's not okay, is it? Yeah, but you can't say, can you sort that friggin' floor drobe out? Minus that t-shirt, that shirt, those trousers, and that. She can't say that. It's it, She should just put them away. Yeah, but why? Okay, so how long, how long, when, when was the last time your floor was not a drobe? Too long to answer. Too long. No, 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 no. It's not. <laughs> I mean, probably like this month, like, because we tied it up for Christmas. So Christmas and New Year, it was pretty tidy. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so you do. But the problem is, it's never tidy for long. So you do <laughs> seasonal tidies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when we know we've got to take a photo in the bedroom. Yes, yeah, but only from one angle, so it's absolutely fine. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We just—that's not a tidy. That's just a moving the floor drobe to the other side of the bedroom. I think every, everyone has a floor drobe, and I don't care whether you live alone, whether it's just uh, you know you and your partner, or whether it's you know you and your partner and kids. Everyone somewhere's got a floor drobe. It just depends mm. on the, the severity, and by the sounds of it, in your case, if you're using your floor drobe as a bedside cabinet, then yes, you've got a problem. Yeah, but what I'm, my point is that. A third of that floor drove that's a problem is caused by Jen, who is complaining about the floor drove. Do you do anything when it comes to washing? Yeah, I no, muck in. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't go, yeah, because that means oh, I'm thinking no, I'll do about a few it. Bits and bobs, as I'll I put say, it in. yeah. Charlie pretty much does all the washing. So when she says do something which revolves around washing, I do it. Mm. End of. Oh, well, we, we shared the, the washing is a shared thing. There was, there was pauses and high pitchness. Which... Well, the difference is that we have such... When we can go down a rabbit hole, the difference is that we have such a different take <laughs> on the need to wash things. I'll give you an example, right? And you might find this gross. This might even be grosser You're than You're talking to me. You know I'm not going to find it gross. I've got toe jam. Right. <laughs> the other day, right, I was sitting working on the bed because working from home, Louis in his room, Ted's doing home learning in the down, downstairs. I'm basically propped up in our bedroom and the dog's with me and he's sitting on the end of the bed and I have my, um, my headphones in so I couldn't, and they noise cancellation so I couldn't hear what was going on. I was on a phone call and then after the phone call, I hang up and I look up and, he's, and the dog's been sick on the corner of the duvet. Oh my God. Right? And it turns out that he'd ate the, uh, the mesh off of the beef. You know beef comes oh in like God, a mesh. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Right? He'd yeah. ate that thinking obviously the taste nice but you can't, digest it yeah um and he sicked that back up anyway so i took the duvet cover off and then i was like oh has it gone through to the duvet yeah it has a little bit right so i took it down and i said jen i'm just gonna wash the corner of the duvet like hand wash it she's like no we have to wash the whole thing <laughs> like i'm like no we don't like come on just stick the corner in a washing up bowl give it a scrub fish bash bosh job done she's like no no we've got to wash the whole thing so we have to wash the whole thing so like our understanding of washing <laughs> we're on slightly different pages which is why when it comes to it it looks like i'm doing less but actually i just have a different theory behind well no, no you're trying to create less work i i, exactly. I value i value that yeah you you yeah. are look, you don't need my answer i am the son of a farmer's boy that's that's mm. all i'm gonna say okay I, yeah. i've literally ordered on amazon the other day some camouflage trousers so i don't have to wash them as much when i take the dog for a walk that's the kind <laughs> of guy you're talking about. Yeah, that's 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 me yeah exactly yeah exactly and, th- and this is the thing so i'll say to jen look if you want to do more washing crack on i'm not gonna do it <laughs> doesn't need doing <laughs> i mean when i said that it didn't go down well <laughs> it's almost like when, when, when was the last time you washed that tracksuit jay um you've you've paused you've gone um and yeah. you're looking up in the air yeah it needs washing 92 <laughs> no we've had this conversation before i never wash my jeans i'm pretty much i reckon my yeah. jeans get washed once every four to six months uh, yeah. And I'm not kidding. That's, you know, but right. We yeah. could go down a rabbit hole. Let's let's stop there. What we got next? Coming up next, we're going to be talking about loneliness and how we can combat um, loneliness, particularly within the context of being dad. And obviously it's heightened at the moment as well because of coronavirus. But we've got some top tips. So we're going to um, share some of those. And then, of course, we've got some new tech coming up a little bit later. 
to the Don't Tell Your Man podcast with me, JK, and uh, and him over there uh, in the office via satellite, Al. Uh, well, I say satellite, it's FaceTime. Um, so what, what are we going for now? Basically, I, I, I'll tell you what happened. Um, so Dad's Net's got, it's a great community, um, but this is, you know, it's a great community because it allows people, dads, such a safe place to share what's really going on. And that is so important because I think in life we can, we're so busy that sometimes we can just forget to look after and reflect on how we are feeling ourselves. Anyway, so this was a message. This was a post that came in. Um, it was from a guy called Richard, and it says this. It feels feel like I almost have to post in here so that it's not visible to the female populace. I mean, who wants to date a guy who is struggling? Oh. Anyone else just hate how lonely fatherhood, and specifically being a single dad, is? I honestly just feel very alone a lot of the time. How do others remedy this? All and any suggestions would be appreciated greatly. That was posted literally three hours ago. And, and but the, I guess the bad thing is that I can pull one of those out almost every day. Yeah. Well, easily every day. Um, so, I, you know, so I thought it would be... There's, I think there's a lot of dads who would be struggling with this because I think like it's... When we talk about loneliness within the context of fatherhood, I think... I don't think dads feel lonely in terms of like, yeah, they might have those WhatsApp groups where they're just talking shit and sharing memes. Like, so they're connected to other people, but in the context of fatherhood where you're tired and you've the weight of responsibility of paying the bills and the stresses of life. And you know, that's the, that you've added to because you've now got children. I I don't think there's any, I think you're lonely in that, aren't you? Like, where can you, where do we ever talk about those kinds of struggles? (laughs) We don't, do we? I think, and, and, and especially in these certain times now where we're not seeing anyone, you know, we're not, yes, I know you can still pick up the phone or you can have Zoom chats, but the, I, would, you, would, would you agree that there is a certain time, a certain place, a certain vibe that this sort of thing comes up? And this is the game why we always rave about the dad's net because you can just go in there and you can chat to like-minded dads. That's the great thing about it. But I think, you know, with let's say I was having, you know, I was feeling a bit down and I wanted to chat to you about it and we were out in the pub or whatever. There there would be a certain build up to it, then there would be a vibe and then you'd get there'd be a certain right time to do it, wouldn't there? Mm-hmm. Do, do you understand what I mean? Where yeah. You, yeah. Um and yes, I I totally understand. Now I've got kids and now uh, you know, I've got a job and my wife at the moment is training to uh, to be a hypnotherapist and a psychotherapist. So in three or four years, when she's totally, you know, she, she, all the studying and all the courses are done, she'll probably take over the main, she'll probably be the main breadwinner. You know what I mean? That's mm. the way it works. But up until then, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about if I'm going to A, lose my job, um, B, if there's something around the corner, which is COVID-based, which makes me lose my job again. You know what I mean? And uh, mm. thinking about a mortgage, thinking about Christ, have I got savings? Have I got enough savings? Probably not. Uh, those day-to-day things, are my kids going to have everything they need for education, blah, blah, blah. N- not a single day that goes by where I don't think about those things ever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough. And like, there's just nowhere to digest. It. I mean, there were some comments underneath. Like I've got, I've got a few tips that I, that I thought would be useful to share. Um, but 
it would also probably useful just to run through some of these comments because I think one of them is really, really useful. Well, two actually. One is that saying that don't rely on others for your own happiness. Mm. And I think like there's a there's a monot- there's loneliness in monotonousy. Is that a word? I'll Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you're just when you're on the daily grind, like work, which we are eating. at the moment. It's, we it's are Groundhog Day, isn't it? It's the same every day. But there, that's where the loneliness is. And so, what what some of these what one of these guys are saying is like, if you like skiing or surfing or cycling or walking, go and do that because you'll probably bump into someone and have a you know tiny bit of interaction. But also, you're you, you know you're it sounds he, he said it all it sounds really hippie chic, <laughs> but it's you know you're you're you, you know you're seeing nature and that's really calming. It's really therapeutic, all of that kind of stuff. And then another guy linked to that says, when I'm alone, I do things that are better suited for being alone like reading or playing guitar or art or picking up a topic and deep diving into researching or listening to music like you can't do that when like i mean all of those things i'm reading like going god i wish i could do that but you never can because i'm never fucking alone yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) jen's always there or kids are always there you know so on those opportunities where you are alone do things that are suited for being on your own and which also relates to the thing that makes you happy so that's why that's important yeah, exactly. If you want to um, sit down on your really ass and watch tip. the whole seasons of, of Cobra Kai and that makes you happy, yes. what are you looking at me like that for, Al? Then no, that's, I love it. that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And another another guy, Joe, he's just said, get around other dads that are specifically in your, you know, your situation, other single dads in this instance. Um, but you know, that's where dad's net comes in play. Like there are, you go and find who's another single dad that's living in Southeast England, like go and connect, go and chat and, and, you know, talk about it. Um, it's easy to talk to someone who you've never met as well, because they don't know you, like they're not judging you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> you know, they're probably just as nervous and worried about it as you are. Well, that's why people go to therapists. You're not going to be mm. judged. You got someone to talk to. They don't know you. You know, that's, yeah. Think of it as therapy. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, you know, the kind of links to sort of finding a hobby is quite good linking to the outdoors. Like, um, you know, you know, we have to, we both got dogs, so we have to get out and walk the dog. Yeah. And that's just never, you know, that is a bit different. You can walk somewhere different. Never underestimate the power of a dog walk and also yeah. put your phone down. When you go for the dog walk, just don't leave. Obviously you wouldn't, I would never leave my phone because I can't be contacted, but don't just put your phone in your pocket, zip it up mm. and leave it there. Put it on silent. You don't need to have your phone out when you're on this dog walk. Just be in the moment. Yeah. And like, there's loads of opportunities to rescue dogs and things like people are like, Oh, everyone's they're so expensive to buy and keep and stuff. It's not, it's, it's not, you can get a dog for free. There's always dogs that need home. I, there really I had is. This funny, <laughs> this, one funny, this comedian once, and he was saying about, um, how people frame that say, oh, we've got a rescue dog. We rescued a dog. And, like, <laughs> and he's like, where exactly did you rescue it from? From a burning building? From falling down a, a crevasse? Like, where did you rescue it from? Or did you simply walk into Battersea Dog's home, choose one and take it home? <laughs> you not even rescued a dog from anything. <laughs> so yeah, maybe don't, maybe go and get a free dog. <laughs> go, go and get a free dog. Yeah. Or AKA rescue one. <laughs> Anyway, no, there's probably more to it than that, but that was, I just thought that was quite funny. Um, and also like one thing we're doing at the minute, cause I guess we're suffering. Like I, when I'm working, 
So I'm still like, like now I'm talking to you. We're hanging out. Jen doesn't get that. She's, she's like home learning and me. That's basically her life at the minute. And she's, you know, she's, I don't think she'd mind me saying, but she's feeling really lonely. Uh, look, so it- I, I can hear, I hear you. There's yeah. a lot of, this household is exactly the same. People that, because I am still going to work, people that I chat to, like, you know, my producer um, and, and other people within that building, and there's very, li- very little people. But mm. they are, they're everyone, you know, everyone is pretty much going through what you are going through right now. Yeah. That's the. Yeah. I think that's the only comfort that we can have. Yeah. Whilst we're on the subject, shall I quickly play the, play this clip about? Because we've been talking about homeschooling and how you know that can be difficult, especially if you are a single dad yeah. and you're homeschooling and stuff. I want to play you a little clip from uh, Ramesh Ranganathan, who is a who is a guest on this podcast. So just check out the rest of the Don't Tell Him podcast and go and check out the Ramesh um, episode because it was. I seriously believe it was it was one of my favourites. He is. Yeah, it was brilliant. Fantastic. But this is what he. He's got to say about homeschooling just in case you missed it. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to absolve all parents out there who are feeling any kind of guilt or neglect or that they haven't lived up to their responsibilities when it comes to homeschooling. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that it's a nightmare. We're all trapped 24-7 with our children. They're trapped with us. Nobody wants this. Nobody's enjoying this. The idea that on top of that, you would provide some sort of educational experience is absolutely unacceptable. We're just trying to survive. We're just trying to get out the other side of this and still feel like we've got a little bit of love for each other. That is the main aim of the game. So parents like parents who are worrying about sitting there thinking, oh my God, I haven't done the requisite number of maths hours with my children or I haven't done the requisite number of reading hours with my children. Do not worry about it. Do you know what I would like? You know what I haven't met the requisite number of? My children flushing the toilet after they've curled one out. <laughs> a good maths problem in our house would be how many total number of floaters do you think daddy's found during the lockdown? So what I'm saying is, Amazing. is parents, please do not feel bad at all. You are doing absolutely the right thing. And I know you're worried about, oh, um, our kids are going to be dumber as a result of this. Well, so is everyone else's kids. Everyone's kids are going to be dumber. In fact, the whole of society is going to be dumber because adults are on social media nonstop. That's not going to boost their IQ. The whole of society, the whole of the world society is is going to get dumber as a result of this and we're just going to have to put up with it. We're going to have to ride it out. Things are going to get invented a little bit more slowly. We're going to have to wait a little bit longer for the next iPhone, but it will be all right. And if there are parents out there who are sitting there thinking, well, this is the perfect opportunity to super educate my children, to get them right to the, to the front of the queue, this is a perfect opportunity. Well, can I just say, on behalf of everybody else in society, you are the absolute worst. <laughs> <laughs> but so true. So, so true. So... I, I saw that and just thought, okay, and, uh, you know, you know, Ramesh, I just thought it was going to be a good rant, funny rant, and it is funny, yeah. but there are some totally valid points in there. Some messages in there. Yeah. I love the fact that, like, don't worry about it, you know, we're all going to be a bit dumber, which is so yeah. true, it really is. Comedian with a key message, oh, I love absolutely. It. Really, really good, yeah. Oh, right. amazing stuff. Um, we're going to have to crack on, I think, aren't we? Yes, coming up after this very quick break, we're going to be talking uh, about oh, Al's whoa, 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 new tech. Whoa, 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 I can't believe oh, yeah, I, so. this, is, this hurts me. This, <laughs> this does. Um, you do it to me. Al, have you got new tech? Oh, yeah, I know, I know. I just don't want to do it. Al, have you got new tech? Shh, don't tell Jake. 
It feels wrong. <laughs> Okay, right. This is decent tech because obviously um, a little while ago, I think it was just before Christmas, we were talking about the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Right? Mm. What a console, firstly. And this is coming from someone who is not a massive gamer. Never have been. I mean, in, like, I don't mind the odd game. I quite like playing FIFA. I've got a PS4 at home, I think, PS4. Um, but I'm never, you know, never play it. I'm not a big gamer. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the, the same Switch. as you. Exactly the same yeah. as you. Bit of football I can do. A bit of sort of like, you know, there's bowling games. Like you know, you can we use the controllers or what was it, the Connect? Love all that sort of stuff. Not a big gamer. Mario Kart Live though, a Mario yeah. Kart, fantastic. You, well, that's the thing. I remember, I remember playing Mario Kart on the on the SNES twenty years SNES. ago. Yeah, it's classic. Um, but what I do want to do is have a console that Ted and Isla can both access and both play. And the Switch is that console. Yeah. It really is. It's yeah. affordable. It's good for the family. Like even even we've even had Jen playing Mario Kart. Yeah. Like, like that's how accessible it is. <laughs> Honestly, fair play to Nintendo. They, they, you know, yeah. if everyone can, can can get involved, and and even like someone that just has no interest in gaming can pick up a console. Uh, sorry, pick yeah. up a controller and just play. Fair play. Yeah, exactly. But where I was struggling was obviously Mario Kart is fantastic. Mm. Mario Kart is great. But what do you do? Else? Like, we can't just play Mario Kart forever. So, and this is this is this is why Dad's Net is so good, if I might say so myself. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a gamers group, Dad Gamers, and I put it in there. Look, I'm, I'm really into Mario Kart. The kids really love it. But what other games are there? And a few people recommended Lego Jurassic Park. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I thought, look, and there was other recommendations as well, other Mario games and whatever else. And I thought, oh, I mean, how, how the hell do you choose? Anyway, so I just thought, I'm just going to do it. Fuck it. 30 quid, bosh, done. Yeah. And I downloaded it, and it, in, it, it instantly captivated Ted because it was so accessible, so well done, the tutorial to know how to do it. And, and bearing in mind, like, Mario Kart consists of pushing A, steering, and one button to fire a mushroom. Yeah. Like, that's the extent of it. This is a bit more involved. And I was like, oh, I don't know how he's going to get on with this. He loved it. It was so it was so easy for him to learn and pick up. And, and also, I can watch him thinking. I can watch him processing, problem solving. Like, I can really see him kind of working out... Right, maybe I need to find a target to shoot a target. Maybe I need to dig. Maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to go and find this or change that character. I can see him thinking. Yeah. It's, 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 and that I think is sensational where you can get a game that, that actually is really adding value to your children. Wow. wow. It's really good. And, and also, are you, are, you, you, and is, are you just using the normal controller for this? Have you bought another controller? Is that how you've done it? It's, you know, well, we just put, you know, the two, the red and the, yeah. The, Blue, we just slide. You know, you can slide them in the handheld one. Yeah. So you just take those. You take those out of the console. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can play it on the console as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've got, we've we got do it on the handheld. TV. Yeah. Do you do it on the TV? Is that how? You yeah, play? yeah. Yeah. So yeah, do yeah. you play with just one of those? So you have the red and he has the blue, or do you have what? You... No, both. Right. Both. It's so only. I, I mean, I guess I think you can do two player, but he's. We've only ever done it one player. Yeah. And we just talk about it and share it, and like, oh, I'll do that, but oh, I'll help with that. Oh, excellent. But but also for for me as well, it 
like the the way they've done it is you, the missions or the the levels are scenes from the Jurassic Park films, but done in Lego. So, for example, you know when the the Tim Timmy, I think his name is in in the kitchen with the Velociraptors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's a level. <laughs> How is it? It's really oh. cool. And you know when they are um, when they get the big crane and they feed the goat. Um, yeah, the yeah. Goat, no, the cow. They feed the cow to the Velociraptors. Yep, yep. That's a level. Oh. It's so it's really it re- and like we're watching the films at the same time as and Ted's like, oh, that's I've seen this before. And you're like, you haven't seen it. You've just been playing it. It's oh. like. It's really good. Like honestly, I would, I would say, Def, I would hundred percent say get it. Okay, and it's not difficult with the controller and stuff like that. So Noah's what Noah will be six next week. Yeah, so, I mean Ted, he's slow. Like he does, he's not sort of chopping and changing and pressing the button. He's slow. Like he's looking at the controller, going, "Oh, I need to press A." But it tells you at the top. It says press A. Oh, okay. So you so get it's on. really, it, it, you know, it, you've got to be patient because yeah. you've got to learn something, <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, Ted managed it, and I on it. I mean, his attention span usually is next to nothing. So, it and it got him. So, honestly, I, I would really recommend it. Okay, well, and, and also, like you said, so the, you know, the gaming, the gaming group in Dad's Net, they've recommended it. You've gone for it, and you said you love it. So, and what is it? Is it probably what twenty nine ninety nine or something like that? I think I think it, oh, it might be thirty four. I can't remember. Okay, well, you have to check out the price. You can sometimes yeah. get deals as well, which if you have a quick look on uh, the store and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. yeah, and Brilliant. that's just downloading it. It might be cheaper to buy it on Amazon or something like that. Okay, well, um, I'll try and get some tech for next week just so I can take my place back, maybe. <laughs> but I'm, uh, um, genuinely, I'm really glad you've said that because we've been instru- struggling with exactly what you've just said, yeah. trying to find something else which isn't bowling, which isn't football, and which isn't Mario Kart. So on the Nintendo yeah. Switch. That's and it good. gives you a good. it gives you another outlet, another good option. It's good. Uh, thank you for listening today. Um, if you want to get involved, just go and check out thedadsnet.com if you want to do a confession. Um, if you're struggling with anything, if you're not feeling locked down right now and you want to chat to like-minded dads, um, there is everything there that you need. Just quickly. Yeah. If you're listening, please do leave us a review because we we lo- I love reading the reviews and we have one come in Um recently it was five stars and i thought i'd just read it but please okay. do leave a review download subscribe or wherever you usually listen but this is what it says best podcast out there a must listen i listen every week just brilliant relatable content with a fun element and great guests on the show jk and l work well together as hosts thumbs up here guys keep up the good work oh yeah that's nice. So yeah, please do leave us a review because um like they're really it's really nice to read and uh and really helps us out. So leave a review wherever you listen, uh five stars, download, tell all your friends and family, and uh we'll see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. <laughs>